Welcome to another episode of Styling Matters with your host Lizzie Richardson. Thanks for joining me this week and on today's episode we're going to be talking about party season anxiety. Now over the last couple of weeks I've had the pleasure of taking part in some style talks, some hosting events and I've really had to get my sparkle on so to speak. So I've had a couple of events already where I've prepped for party season and I know for some of you the party season doesn't really start until the 1st of December. I'm a bit like that about Christmas too but like with all things every year the events come that little bit earlier so that I don't know so that we can all fit them in can't we get them into our diaries and make sure we see all our family and friends before the big day on the 25th. Now running alongside that I'm fully aware that this time of year dressing for the party season can have this underlying level of stress that a lot of us don't really want to openly talk about because you know we're supposed to be having fun it's all meant to be sparkle everybody's having a good time and you probably don't want to let on that you're a little bit anxious about the what to wear will somebody be in the same dress as you have you got the actual dress code right Sometimes when you get an invitation, the host isn't very clear on the what to wear message. And nowadays, especially with the whole uh, more casual kind of approach to the everyday outfit that we've seen since post-COVID, that's kind of filtered through a little bit into the going out. I've noticed it myself that a few times where I've been out for dinner, the dress code can look like it's gone a little bit more casual. So how do you know whether you've got it right or wrong? How do you know that you're, in one respect, going to fit in? And it's the fitting in that people get really, really stressed about. Now, as you know, I've been a lover of fashion and style probably since the day I was born. And I think the one lesson I've learned over the years is to care less about fitting in. I think the more you're authentically yourself and you dress for yourself. You don't dress for anyone else. You don't need to dress for your husband. You don't need to dress for your partner. You don't need to dress for your family members. You certainly don't need to dress for your friends because if they love you for who you are, what you wear should not matter. So this is all about you and I think the more you stay authentically to what you want to wear, the happier I think overall you will be. And I think by sticking to your own personal dress code, that should, and I hope, will relieve some stress. There's many ways you can look at approaching party season styling. A little time out to think about where it is you're going, what it is you're doing, is the best way to start. Let's get into some detail about breaking it down so that you can approach this party season with a lot less stress talk a little bit about where are you going I want you to get your calendar out I want you to get a blank piece of paper out and write this out I think it's better to plan on paper I know that sounds so old-fashioned the more you get down on paper first you can then work out where it is what each outfit would work for in fact having some post-it notes might help too so what I want you to do is go through your calendar and think about the events coming up what have you already planned for what's already in the diary What do you think, knowing all the previous years of November and December party season, what what functions have you been to? 
Where would you typically go? And I want you to write all of those potential opportunities down on a piece of paper. Now, whether you've had the invite yet or not, you should have an indication of the types of events you're going to. So, for example, are your events all dinners? So, is it literally you're going to be walking to a car, whether it's a taxi or your own, you're parking and not not walking hardly at all, you're just literally stepping into the venue and then when you're in the venue you are going to be sitting down. And the reason why I say this is you're actually hardly going to be doing any walking, you're going to be sitting most of the evening. Now if that's the case, some really nice high-heeled shoes that you always think you can't walk in might actually be quite suitable. And then you have the other end of the scale. You might be dancing all night. You might be standing on your feet, little opportunity to sit down, and you're going to be dancing. We all pretty much know that once we really get into the dancing, the shoes come off. But if you are going to be standing, it's more sort of, um, maybe it's party at some local community centre, or whether it's um, in a bar, and you're going to be standing up at the bar most of the night, and you won't really be able to sit down and enjoy your drink or anything like that. That's going to be different. Standing in really high heels all night long may not be that much fun. Little things like that. Where are you going? What it is are you going to be doing? Because what coat, what shoes, what bag all need to be taken into account depending on exactly what you're doing. Now when you know where you're going, what you're doing and how many events... The next part of the process, and you can either use a different colour pen or maybe even a different post note, how many of these events could you actually get away with wearing the same outfit, literally from top to toe? Or could you wear the same dress and just slightly change the accessories? Only you can really answer this. Are you seeing the same people? I know that some people have the same friendship group and they literally go to every event together. Well, if that's the case, then you're going to have to work out more outfits. But if you have a high number of outfits, but you actually know you're not going to see the same people at each one, then actually you could get away with very few outfits to have to plan for. And even if you do see the odd couple or the odd person at one of the other events, then if you've styled it slightly differently with accessories or a different pair of shoes, I would just try and use that I want to be more sustainable with my fashion choices as an excuse if they say, oh, I've seen that dress before. And who cares if they have seen that dress before? It doesn't really matter because most of the time men wear the same suits to every single event. In fact, I can pretty much guarantee they'll wear the same navy or black suit or a DJ suit to every single one, even the same shirt. So why is it we feel as women that we have to change for every single event? And actually, we could change that and you can change that. So just take ownership and maybe style it slightly differently or just be proud of what you love wearing and don't care if they've seen it before. You love it, you want to wear it, it's party season time and you're just going to wear it over and over again. I know I do that. Now let's talk about hosting at home. This can be quite challenging and I think if you are hosting at home and you're having a dinner party then I think as the host it's really important that perhaps you give some guidance on the what to wear. You know if you're expecting everyone to be all dressed up then say that, put it in the invitation, put it in the message, dress code, get your sparkle on um, or dress code, denim vibes with sparkly top, you know just 
whatever you want that to be, just state it. I think it makes it so much easier for the person who's going to be accepting the invitation to know, particularly at party season, what to be wearing. Because let's be honest, one of your girlfriends, she might not be really into dressing up. And if everybody else in the room is in sparkly dresses and she walks in, say, I don't know, black trousers and a, and a plain top, then you could potentially be making her feel very uncomfortable. So I think as the host, it's really your responsibility to inform your guests of what they should be wearing. I know that I appreciate that when I get an invitation. Now, if you are actually preparing the food, the drink and everything for your hosting at home, then here's a few of my tips. I actually do this quite a bit on Christmas Day or any actual event when I'm hosting at home because you can pretty much guarantee when you're prepping, you start to eat into your get ready time. And I can guarantee there's always somebody, there's always that one couple that always arrives about 10 minutes early and they use the excuse, they couldn't quite time the journey. Let's take into account that you're gonna definitely have a guest arrive early and you're gonna be late with all your prepping. So what I tend to do firstly, I prep wearing all black. I wear all black because it's extremely practical. Get messy or whatever, you're not gonna see anything on black clothes. But also black is super stylish. You know, you can wear very basic items and if they're all in black, you can still look extremely stylish. I always have my hair and makeup done. So I will do that, I will get up and I will do my hair and at least the base of my makeup and a bit of lippy before I start prepping anything. So at least the foundations are there. Also, I would forget your slippers. Be in trainers or be in boots. I always pretty much in my chunky boots um, in my kitchen. I have a dog who's always inside and outside. And with all the running around, you know, you do have to be a bit practical. So be in a position to greet your guests if somebody should come early a stylish practical outfit with your hair done and your makeup nearly there. I also, if I can, try and put my jewellery on, particularly my earrings and stuff, so I know that's all done. And um, let's just be honest, you'll look half decent when you open the door then. And you won't make your guests feel like they've they've interrupted you. And you don't have to say, oh, I'm not quite ready, because you're nearly there. You can receive them into your house, get them a drink and then say, I'll be back down in 10 minutes. And in that 10 minutes, it's just literally finish off your makeup, a spray of perfume, step into your dress, your jumpsuit or your trousers and your top. And if you are going to change your footwear, that's the time. And literally, it should not take you any more than 10 minutes, not if you've prepped everything before. And that's also what I was going to suggest as part of just planning for party season. Your prep for what you're going to be wearing for any event, whether it's going out or staying in, should be done at least 24 hours before. So whether it's ironing it, steaming it, having it hanging somewhere, especially if it's a dress or jumpsuit that's hanging in a wardrobe, tightly fitted in. I always like to get that out the evening before at any event to give it a little bit of airing time, you know, make sure the creases at the bottom um, or either steamed out or let it hang out. I don't know what it is about getting ready for going out at party season time. Somehow it just takes so much longer. I blink and I've lost another 10 minutes. So give yourself some more prep time, have everything ready, 
and then it should go a bit more smoothly and sort of take the stress out of the getting ready part because let's be honest the whole point of party season is to have fun with friends and family the more you can be prepped the more you've got your outfit sorted you're going to be looking great you're going to have a smile on your face and then you can just get on and enjoy the night now before I go into any more tips I just wanted to give you a little update on my free download that I have on Loved by Lizzie. So that's on lovedbylizzie.com. Currently and all this year it's been my ageless style guide for 2023 and it's been extremely popular so thank you to everybody that has signed up for that and received that download. Now I'm about to update it for 2024. It's going to happen within the next week, two weeks. I don't particularly at this moment want to commit to a date. I had a photo shoot just literally in the last um, couple of days and I really want to use my most latest photos. So that's kind of a little bit why it's slightly delayed. But what I would say to you is, if you want a copy of the 2024, sign up to the 2023 version on lovebylizzie.com. It's completely free to do so because all my subscribers will get an email landing in their inbox when the 2024 has arrived. So you will not miss out, I promise. Right, so back to party season anxiety. So we've covered off where are you going, what it is you're actually going to be doing. I want to come on to um, something that I think is quite important when um, on the doing factor. And one of the ones is if you're dining you're going to be sitting all night we can all get carried away with an outfit but I think sometimes if you're going to be sitting all night and not standing or dancing then you really need to think about the top half of your body because the reality is that is all anyone's going to see for a good two to three hours is just from waist up and I have seen and you know observed from a distance where a lot of effort's gone into the shoes or a lot of effort's gone into the bag that's placed on the lap. So again, you don't even see the bag. And then quite a plain top. And I think you kind of need to spin it around if your functions are dining because you need the sparkle, you need the drama, you need the statement piece to be on the top half of your body. Now, whether you do that in earrings, whether you do that with a statement ring or whether you do that in a jumpsuit that where from the waist up perhaps it's got the sparkle in it or gold thread or diamantes whatever is the outfit of your choice you really need the wow factor to be at the top half of your body now if you're dancing then you need to make sure that you can move and flow and be free in the dress or trousers set that you've that you've chosen to wear when you're in the changing room if you're buying something new be sure to spin round, be sure to sit, be sure to see if you've got that freedom of movement in the garment. Now with sequin dresses, some of them are quite restrictive. The way they are made makes them quite stiff. So you're going to feel a bit shuffly, particularly if it's a longer dress. But some sequin dresses have got a bit of flex in them. And if anything, it's like it's got a lot of elasticity in it. And it's a bit like wearing a bodycon. Have a think about that if you're purchasing or if you own any. Because if you want to go dancing, you want it. You don't want your dress or jumpsuit and that to be restrictive in any way. And it's beautiful, isn't it, when you're seeing a woman twirling around on the dance floor and her, the movement in her skirt and everything. So have a little think about the, those kind of little details, um, which I think are really important. 
Now, during November, December, I get all my sparkly jewellery out. The kind of jewellery that I wouldn't typically wear all year round. And I would keep that out. I would keep that near your handbags, you know, your clutch bags, your party bags. Um, and I get all your party shoes out and have them all in one area. Because as I say, when you get ready for party season time, for some reason, it always seems to take that a little bit longer. You want to be more grab and go with your accessories and your jewellery. You don't want to be hunting and finding at the 11th hour, particularly if the taxi has arrived. We've all been we've all been there where the taxis arrived and you've still got a good 10 minutes of work to do on yourself. So don't hunt and find. Be prepared and be in a grab and go situation. Now, last up, I want to talk about makeup because I went to an event last night. So I'm recording this on Friday and I went to an event on a Thursday evening and I had to be in my car and be out by a certain time. And I thought I'd done all my planning quite well. I was quite chuffed with myself. Everything was prepped and knew exactly what I was wearing, knew my accessories and everything. And I even thought, I know what makeup. So I thought I had it all sorted. Now, between me and you, I don't wear pink lipstick. It doesn't suit me. So I wear shades from orange through to red through to burgundy. So when I have to wear anything that works with pink, I lean into the burgundy. Burgundy is on a pink tone and that's always been my faithful friend. And it usually works. Now I was wearing a magenta pink sequin dress which the neckline came up very high. And this is quite an important factor. The more across the chest and up the neckline your garment goes, the more important your makeup becomes because it's closer to the garment. So this had a high neckline and it was magenta pink sequins and it's absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous dress. And in my head I thought I'm just going to wear my burgundy lipstick because that's my go-to for pink. The reaction of the burgundy against the magenta pink made my burgundy lips more red. It's, you know, colour can do that sometimes. It can have a reaction to the next colour next to it. I don't know the science behind it. But I've, I've seen this happen before through oranges and, and stuff like that. And it didn't matter what I was trying to do. I actually do have a very pale pink. And I tried to put that on top to try and counteract the red. Made the whole situation worse. I ended up in a situation where I had to go. I was out of time. In fact, I was more than out of time. So I thought I'm just going to have to leave it. I had a good hour's drive to where I was going. And during that thinking time, I thought, I'm going to go to John Lewis. And I'm going to go in there to their makeup counters. And I'm just going to ask one of the makeup artists to help sort me. And I'm going to give a little shout out to Louisa at Westfield Stratford City. Louisa works on the Dior beauty counter. And she was a life saviour. She saw me heading towards her. She had a big smile on her face. She could see I was a little stressed. And I had on my beautiful dress and I had on a biker jacket sparkly heels and I was heading straight towards her and she looked at me and she went your lipstick's wrong isn't it and I went mm-hmm mm-hmm yep it is can you help me and she so did she so did we went through all the pinks I explained to her that I don't normally wear a pink because it doesn't particularly suit me and I, I chose burgundy she said I can see it's it's popped more red so she took it off and yeah she put on a lovely pink lipstick she also elevated my blusher 
to make sure that it kind of toned in right with the lipstick to, to keep it right. And this is where I'm going to talk about makeup now. I was very lucky in the moment that I was heading towards the shopping centre and I could lean into the support of another woman who has the skill set to sort it and I am truly grateful but we're not at eight o'clock at night half past seven at night heading towards necessarily a shopping centre that can do that so it's important to think about your makeup and test it I mean huge lesson learned for me and not only that with the two or three events that I've been to so far it's also made me realise just how much more makeup at party season we need to apply to make it have a bit more you know elevate it from your daily look most of the time I don't wear much makeup I'm not really known as a beauty blogger or anything like that I just try and enhance what I want to enhance in my face you know I like my eyebrows I don't wear much eye makeup but I do like to wear lipstick and I always have a bronzer because I like to I have a warm skin tone and so that really helps emphasize my warm skin tone and you know, with sequins and sparkles and that, when you put them on, it can drain colour from you. So even if you wear your normal makeup, your makeup may not pop as much as it normally does against the sequins and sparkles. And so you'll need to add. I hope you enjoyed all those tips. I hope you find them useful. And that just really kind of leaves me to sort of say, or to reinforce the message I said earlier in the podcast of your outfit does not make a night your outfit does not make the occasion it's a small part of the actual event be present with your friends your family enjoy the night if you do have a wardrobe malfunction or a beauty malfunction just try not to let it ruin your night get on with it you know and do what I you know like with me with my beauty one you know try and sort it and if you can't then then just try and sort it before your next event don't let something like that take away from the shine of the night. So I do hope you enjoy all the different events that you're going to. So that just leaves me with the affirmation of the week. And I'm going to confess, this is the second card I pulled. The first one I did not like. It wasn't very positive and I, and I just thought it's not really relevant for what we've been talking about. So I pulled another card out and straight away I was like, yep, this one. So it's Bad vibes don't go with my outfit. That's bad vibes don't go with my outfit. So just as I've been saying throughout, get planning, get prepared, know what you're going to wear, be in that grab and go situation for any event that lands at any point. Don't be hunting and finding, do all that on a Sunday afternoon when you're bored. Bad vibes don't go with my outfit. Have a super time. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Styling Matters. There's always more on my blog at lovedbylizzy.com and don't forget to give me a follow on Instagram at lizzy.richardson. Bye for now.